Welcome to the show. <laughs> Mark and Aviva are back together. We hear the pop of the champagne cork. And here we go. What are we drinking today? Today we have a Laurent Perrier Cuvée Rosé Champagne 1812. It's a brut. Oh, just like me. Yeah, a brut. Brut. So my favorite thing when Aviva and I put up pictures from our after work drinks, our liquid ladies lunches, the comments that come in always crack us up. And my favorite ever was with my good friend Georgie Eisdell and I were doing a photo shoot together. I went immediately after the shoot to meet Aviva at the bar. We had a drink and Georgie was the first one to type in, I was with you minutes ago. (laughs) Minutes ago. Why wasn't I invited? We're so happy to announce that our very first guest is the one and only Georgie Eisdell. I got invited. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. Very special and very professional. Our first guest. Our first guest. Very exciting. Are you nervous? I am. I, I'm so nervous. I'm sitting here because Georgie Eisdell is not only one of the most sought after makeup artists in our business, but she's one of our favorite makeup artists to work with. Oh, Aviva and I constantly talk about like when we get to spend the day with you. I love that you're known for your flawless skin mm. and what I'd like to call the most inspirational lashes oh, ever inspirational. in the business. I've never I'll seen a makeup it. artist treat a lash the way you do and you it. also give us a bold lip well, sometimes yeah. georgie does it all don't mind a lip clients like dakota johnson gwyneth paltrow sophie turner anya taylor joy mm-hmm. and worked with photographers like annie Leibovitz and mario testino for vogue and vanity fair it is you're making me sound a very prolific fancy. career and True. i am a big fan of yes. her makeup so Thanks, yeah, guys. we're nervous to have you, oh, but very well. excited. Drink up. <laughs> cheers again. Cheers again. We might as cheers well. A lot here. We cheers a lot here. Well, I'm very happy to be here, guys. Mm-hmm. And I, this is a very professional setup for those who are listening. We've got the real deal here. We've got the mics. We've got it all. We've got this real champagne. Yes. Fancy yes. champagne. Okay. Fancy yeah. glasses and everything. Mm. The one thing we weren't going to fake is the booze. No. No. We're like hot ones, but with booze. Instead of uh, hot wings. Uh, we should make people have a drink every time they answer a question. Oh, I like I that. I could do that. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's just from Australia, oh. honey. <laughs> when did you move here? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's now 15 years ago. So I, bit of a sad story. My mom passed away when I was 27. After that, my I had a bereavement council that said, don't do anything. Don't make any decisions for a year. So that year came. I broke up with my boyfriend that... I thought I was going to marry and move to America. I'd always wanted to live in America. And when I was young, I thought I was going to be an actress. I was, uh, oh, yeah. Did all the drama performances at school, but also did all the makeup and everything for Mm. those theatrical performances. Oh. So performed in the opera house, guys. Just so you know. Oh, it's a big deal. Yeah. The Elephant Man. I was the, I can't even remember the character. It was at school. You know, but that's my claim to fame. Yeah. So right. I'd finished school and went straight into makeup, but still wanted to be an actor. And that's why I was like, maybe I'll be a makeup artist in America <laughs> and I'll be discovered. <laughs> On set. Yeah. Someone will ask me to read lines and I'll be like, wow, you're, you're so good. really good at this. Yeah. You should be yeah. in my movie. Yeah. And I'll go, okay. 
I came over for three weeks and my dad was like, go give it a go, see if you like it. And one of my good friends was over here at the time doing the same thing. He was like, can we get an agent? Because getting a visa is a little tricky. Mm -hmm. But back then it was a little easier than it is now. So we had to get sponsored which means you're an alien of extraordinary talent. So you have to do things better than Americans, guys. Right. Right. Faked it till I made it. The, uh, those three weeks I went home and I was like, don't like it, actually hate it, not doing it again. <laughs> My dad was like, all right, okay, well, I was working at a TV station. And I was like, that's fine, I'll just do that. That's fine, this will be it for me, you know. And I'd kind of done everything that I could in Australia. I was like, you know what, I'll do it again. Let me give it another go and I'll do the full three months because you can do a tourist visa for three months. Mm. And then I loved it and I got sponsored and started working the next week. That was it. How did you get hired right away like that? I had an agent that said to me, just say yes to everything. Mm. And I said, okay. And I did. And a few things I definitely shouldn't have said yes to. You know, I think it's the same deal. Like with all of us, it's the publicists that kind of give us that first look in and you know the agent getting you just on everything they possibly can i did a lot of grooming when i first started i still sometimes work with those with those guys mickey rourke was one of my first clients which is rad and mark ruffalo and colin firth and nick holt some really really attractive men so i had i had i got to kind of experience this world gently Mm -hmm. and i was able to still do hair and blah 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 so after that, I think people kind of discovered that I did women as well. And then that mm. took over. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But you got an agent. St- I mean, you said pretty much three straight months, away. Like, straight away. And yeah. was that at what? Well, I did? gave it a month to kind of enjoy myself, get my bearings and, you know, see and, and go out and, you know, rage a bit, which was fun. Mm-hmm. And one of my best friends and roommates from home came with me. And mm. so we had a great time. Did a lot of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cheers. Taking As a you sip. Do. Taking a sip. <laughs> well, I'm just curious how that happened so fast. Did you assist? Like, how did you have an in you with know an what's, agent? I've never assisted. Ever? Did no. you have a portfolio when you came from yes. Australia? Oh, okay. And it's funny. My agent in Australia said, you won't get an agent with this work. And I said, yeah, I will. He didn't think I would with the portfolio that I had because I didn't have any celebrities or just the celebrities that were in Australia, which weren't as well known as the ones over here. But, you know, I was lucky. I kind of found this agent um, and he took me on and I said, yes. What year was that? I think it was 2007 or 2008. So before the social media push yes that's happened. thank goodness yeah having a portfolio really meant something at least so the agent that signed you knew like you knew how to act on a photo shoot you knew how to interact with a mm-hmm. celebrity a photographer mm-hmm. a hairstylist so i mean that's that is a big part of coming here that you had a portfolio at all well i had Must that you know that special one that everybody had what was it called? The art. It was a big, thick leather one. Oh, the black leather bound book. Yeah, yes. yes. embossed on the front. Yes, big, From glossy House of Portfolios. House yes. of Portfolios. That yes. was it. <laughs> and yes. that was the thing he said to me. My the agent in Australia was like, "You have to have a House of Portfolios book." I said, "Okay." <laughs> And, and an account with Exacta messenger, messenger service mm-hmm. because we uh, you'd have to messenger your portfolio mm-hmm. to a photographer's agent to an celebrities, actress. yeah, yeah, wild. And they had to look through that your book. Pictures, all of that. Do you still have those portfolios? 
think I think they're in Australia. So. Yeah. I gave them all to my mom and she turned them into like scrapbooks. She did. Aww. So she I have it somewhere. It's just, she has a lot of in Australia. tear sheets, but anytime like there's any mention about I do an interview even about like the best hairsprays, she'll cut it out and put it into those portfolios. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Maybe I should, that is, I should do that's that. That's a really good idea, actually. It's a good mom. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, those books were expensive. Yeah. And they last forever. They were like 500 bucks. I remember yeah. going, yeah. wow, I have to have this really expensive book to be considered professional. I felt like I made it when my agent told me I needed four of them. <gasps> because they would be out at different photographers wow. and different publicists would be looking at each one at each time. You have to FedEx it to New York. Yeah. Overnight your portfolio to New York so that they could look at your work. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, but I worked in the office of Magnet with Sam and Lisa for two years oh, as their office that. assistant. That's oh, how wow. I got into the business. But so I was messaging books to different actors and publicists and whatever, and then Lisa would be like, I need another book for Mark. Where is it at? And then I have to track them all down. And oh my God, I got it like the book, the management of the books and FedEx. Big deal. Mm-hmm. Someone was a big deal. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> how. No, for real. Like at the at the agency, all the. Oh, I I hate saying this, but the most difficult of the artists, me at the top of the list, Paul Starr. Like we were, we only would deal with Aviva. <gasps> Adir and Robert Vedic and I would all fight because she would assist part time. I guess so you won. We, we, I won. <laughs> I, I'll take a victory lap over that one. Well, Cheers. I, I Cheers won, to Aviva. I won yeah. too. Anyway, I just I remember wrangling those books and how crucial it was at that now time. Now you've made me want to find mine. But I mean, we I'm used to have sure meetings. I'm pretty sure I took mine back to Australia when I, because I did three months here. I got sponsored and then you have to get out. Yeah. Right. And I went home over Christmas and New Year and said my goodbyes Packed my bags. Wow. And and I think I took, you know, I took it all back. I think I just left it there. Yeah. And then came back. Got The v, the whole visa thing is quite very, very stressful. But then I said to my dad, I remember saying, you know, I'm just going to be gone for a year. I'm going to do J-Lo. And then, I'll, <laughs> and then I'll have made it. And then I'll come back and I'll open a school and like – That'll be it. I'll be like the big deal here. Wait, I remember and you telling me your goal was to Jayla. move back to Australia and open a school. Yeah, I remember you telling me a that year story. I was going to get Jayla. Yeah, Jayla, in one year, well, of course. I've never ever met her. Still, I've been here for fifteen. I mean, I think there's what five, six people that have actually painted that face over that between of time. between yeah. the fifteen years that I've been here. The two people I have not seen, and the two people I had. Always wished to see as Jennifer Lopez and Tom Cruise. Oh, <laughs> basically the reason I moved here was to see Tom Cruise. Georgie's a big For Tom Cruise fan. Just I've... a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, and no. I, I wonder if this is why Mark and I get on so well. Georgie always has like the best questions. It's not all ever like, what's he like? It's yeah. literally like, what do you put in his hair? What was on his face? Like, what she, did he drink? What did, yeah. Did he wear socks? Did he not wear socks? <laughs> what time did he get there? Is he late? Never. What does he say did when he, he says hello? Socks? Was he late? I, the one thing I'm not breaking any, any NDAs by saying, he was never late. Ever, ever, ever. The most professional person I've ever worked with. I can imagine. That's why he's the biggest movie star on the planet. Yeah. Still. Yeah. 
I'm curious. No. So moving to another country, I'm going to do JLo in a year. Have you always had that kind of like, <laughs> I'm going to do JLo, but I'm not, you know, the last kind of six months has been a lot, I think in the world. And mm-hmm. I found it especially difficult, particularly over the summer and kind of have this newfound anxiety that's I've never really had before, but I'm learning. I think I've always had it, mm-hmm. but it was useful anxiety and right. it's anxiety that I kind of think thrived off and and used it to my advantage and kind of you know I had not an agenda but I I I wanted to achieve I wanted to tick boxes and you know I still have a couple of boxes to tick I think you should always have some some boxes to tick I think that's the key do you add new ones constantly like new goals and new boxes to tick with work yeah for sure but I've I've also kind of gotten to a point where you know in the last six months and over the pandemic and stuff like I'm very happy with where I've come and you know I have a wonderful family and a partner and two kids and mm-hmm. a new puppy and things and I you know that's my focus and I love what I do I love the people that I work with and mm-hmm. feel very grateful that I've met these wonderful people but now that anxiety doesn't work for me anymore it doesn't work in the same way because I don't need that same push that I think it did before like it it really drove me in yeah. the beginning right. and I never realized what it was doing. Mm-hmm. And, but I was very driven. I still am. Like I've given up. Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, I'm not the same type of driven person that I was. I'm right. driven and, and I have to balance things a lot more than I, I, I used to because I didn't have a family. So it was all about me and what I had to achieve. And now mm-hmm. I still have things I want to achieve. I also have a family that I'm very dedicated to that I want to be there for and I don't want to miss out on. And I get very sad hearing stories about, you know, when parents are away and I I don't want that. So I get that, you know, this is very grateful for this career because it, you can kind of pick and choose when you're at a certain point in your career. And I feel very lucky to be able to kind of pick and choose a bit more. Mm -hmm. So if I really can't go on a trip because it might be too long for me to be away from the girls, I, I can't do that anymore. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just, it's too hard for me to do that to my kids and to my mental health. But I still love to get away. God, have a break. Yeah. yeah. Going away next week. We've I had some good wait. travels together, Georgie we have. and I. <laughs> yes, we have. We, oh, like, I got that last one our in trip Toronto. In- He's so calm when we travel. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm going. I don't care what anyone says. I'm leaving today. <laughs> I think Georgie's the only person who's had more travel drama than I have, like throughout the career. You and I have had so many trips specifically to Toronto. <laughs> Like the first time you worked with Dakota Johnson was at the Toronto Film Festival, right? Yes. Oh, and I was so excited. I'm like, Georgie, let's go have a drink. We finally get to do Dakota together. Diet or something. She's on some stupid, crazy, like just insane diet. diet. (laughs) She was licking olives because she couldn't actually eat one. She couldn't have a martini, so she would lick the olive. That is not true. You 100 percent did. I did not. And I have photographic evidence of it. Do you remember? I I have a picture of you licking the olive. 
That but was, wait, that was very silly. I, I do want to go back to it because Aviva, do you have? I didn't small... work, by the way. That whatever that diet was, it didn't work. <laughs> None of those crazy, <laughs> stupid diets work. If you, I've done them all. I'm still I've, the same size. Aviva and I, I mean, I've tried them all. But I want to go back to: Do you have small boxes that you still write down, like short-term goals? Yeah, and I said that to my agent, and she's like, "When are you going to feel like you've gotten all your boxes checked?" Because from the outside in, a lot of people yeah. would be like, "All of the boxes are checked." Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a short-term goal in a long time. Oh, it's I not know. necessarily a short-term goal, but even like, but it's just little boxes. To there's check still off. people that I like to work with for sure. The one client that you haven't worked with yet that you want to. Angelina Jolie. Hey, hey. Like, I don't want them to be necessarily be a client. There's just, like, I could love to have a go mm-hmm. of certain people. Like, I'd love to work with Natalie Portman one day. I'd love to see what I could do with her. I'd love to see what I could do with Margaret Robbie. I'd love to see what I could do with Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Like, there's people that, it's not like, oh, I want your client. It's just yeah. like, I'd love to mm-hmm. see what it was like. Yeah. to do what what it would look like if I did it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's more what it's about for me. It's not like, I want your client. Because I'm not like, there's there's enough people for everybody. Yeah. Love to work with Julia Roberts. That's like up there in the top five for Ooh, sure. there you go. Love to. You also have to have like enough confidence in your ability mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter if you're unavailable for something. It doesn't mean they're gone to you mm-hmm. forever. And mm-hmm. if they are, then perhaps it's a good thing. Right, rejection then. is redirection. So oh. if I lose a client or a friend or whatever, it's the universe protecting me from them and mm-hmm. they're not meant for me right now. Ooh, well, no. people come in and out in and out of our lives for a reason mm-hmm. and I, I don't take like ownership over anybody. And yeah. as I said before, it really bothers me to see like, I'm just taking over this person. It's like, no, you're just having a go. I'm so happy that so-and-so wasn't available so I could fill in for them yeah, for this one day. Blah, blah, like, no, I don't. Like, no, it was your day. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. And there's also nothing wrong with that. No. It doesn't mean you're gone. It doesn't yeah. mean they're like, oh, Sometimes it is a day. To, what happened to Mark Towns and he's not with blah, blah, blah. Guess what? Today. I mean, a deer's on away on a movie with Charlize Theron. So I did a photo shoot with Jennifer Garner. The two of them have worked, have worked together for a decade at this point. I worked with her for a decade before he worked with her. So it was a great rebonding. We mm. hung out for the day. We talked about like, wow, you've had kids since I saw you last. And mm. she's like, what have you been up to? Not but it having should kids. be like that. Drinking but, with Aviva. Yeah, I've been drinking with Aviva. Who's Aviva? Uh, um, but. <laughs> That's how I look at it anyway. I'm like, yeah. I'm not here to like steal someone's client. No, like if you work with someone that I work with all the time, cool. I'd love to see what you do. Yeah, because uh, you can also learn from that. It's like, oh wow, I mean, I might not have thought to have done that. On yeah, that's really good. One of my clients said, "Imagine if I had to work with the same co-star for every movie." <gasps> oh, that's so true. Yeah, she's like, "It's okay to mix things up. It's just like working with different actors. It's yeah. fine." But I it's like nice that. to have loyal people and it's it's also nice to be able to evolve with them and when they allow you to kind of do what you're good at Mm -hmm. you know they're really good at what they do and we're there because we're apparently good at what we do so it's nice when everybody trusts each other and and lets them kind of do what's best for them or what everybody agrees on mm-hmm. you know completely and then it's also fun to be able to try new like let's try something completely different see if it works mm. yeah 
hopefully it's fun when the client wants to play a little bit. Yeah. Not stuck in a, it has to be this way every time. Mm -hmm. And there's also nothing wrong with that too. If you know that you're going to be doing something very similar with someone all the time, that's, I don't mind that either. As long as they feel confident. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish people wouldn't take things so seriously. What was the last Mm -hmm. thing you learned from a client? Oh, don't try and pull a fast one on Gwyneth. <laughs> Shit, I tried a different foundation. She's like, what is this? So I was like, really? something I'm not going to do again. Okay. <laughs> um, Stick to what you know. Whose work do you look up to the most? In our world? No. No. You know, I'm always looking at pictures of Kate Moss, Marilyn Monroe, mm. Cindy Crawford. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question then. What do you think about the the nineties? Because the you 90s love are you love nineties. I'm obsessed it. with the nineties. Love the nineties. There's nothing like that anymore. I Ever. know. There never will be though. No, but that's kind of amazing too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We all had like in Australia. We all had like the model that you wanted to be. Who was yours? <laughs> Cindy. Cindy. Oh. And I remember that was another time I got starstruck. I mm. had just moved here, and Annette Wolf put me on her. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. went to Malibu and I had to do hair and makeup. Yeah. When she's, you know, been working with like my idol, Kevin O'Quan forever. And I'm like, I am going to do Cindy Crawford's hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. And I don't sweat. I don't like right. get hot. Nothing kind of happened. Dripping with sweat. <laughs> dripping with sweat. Because she answered the door with a white robe on and hair up. And I was like, I'm on, I'm on Too Funky. I'm on, the, I'm on the set. I am on the set right now. And I nearly died. Oh my God. And it was amazing. It was, it was amazing. My one and only time she was probably like, this fucking girl is too obsessed. She's <laughs> I'll never forget But I reading. did it. Tick the box. Tick the box. But reading that article of her sitting in the, on, like, on the George Michael Freedom video, mm-hmm. and she's in that bathtub. Oh, yeah, Freedom. And oh, she wanted yeah. to get up out of no, that No, it wasn't Freedom. It was too funky. No, no, she wasn't in Too Funky. She was only in Freedom. Yes, she was. Too Funky was the runway. I know this because Danilo did the hair for it. Okay. And <laughs> okay. So I have cleaned out that kit many a time. And Freedom was the one where Cindy was in the tub. Yes. Um, that was a very exciting moment, but very starstruck. But it was, yeah. yeah. How did it go? I mean, it was, I was so nervous. Yeah. I don't even, I mean, I never went back. You blacked so obviously out. Obviously, it didn't do very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My hands get yeah. shaking. But she was talking about Kevin O'Quan, who was like, <gasps> oh, I yeah. want to be, I want to listen to oh, those amazing. stories. Oh my God. But that's the Amen. part of this job that I love so much, you know, and I talked to GP about, you know, her career and the people that she's worked with and. She's told me a lot about Kevin and, you know, he's just the most epic makeup artist. And I think those kind of people like Kevin, Pat McGrath are like Mm -hmm. huge inspirations. They're just massive, phenomenal makeup artists. Did Gwyneth kind of take uh, such an editorial, but she took such an editorial team because it was Kevin O'Quan and Orlando Pita. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, they were doing Vogue covers all the time and then they, she brought them in for the Academy Awards Mm -hmm. when she won. Oh, that's right. Like talk about a team. amazing stories. I'm a big fan of, of a lot of people. And I actually said to someone the other day, I saw Demi Moore for the mm. first time. And I was like, <laughs> I was with a client and I was like, oh, oh my God, that's Demi Moore. And she was like, yeah. I'm like, that was awesome. <laughs> and she was like, was it? I'm like, yeah, that was all. I mean, have you not seen A Few Good Men? 
And she was like, and stripped. And I was like, and I got a bit, wow. And she was chatting away. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And I remember the first time I worked with GP, I was like, shit, Mm -hmm. this is cool. And held my breath a lot of the time. Like for the first few times I worked with her, I just held my breath because I just did. It just, I couldn't. And I'd keep going like to the side (laughs) and then keep going because I was just, you try to get it done fast, but also it's just, you don't want to lose, you don't want to shake, you don't want to move, you don't Mm want to show any fear at all that you're like, shit, this is cool, you know? Even like after a decade, I still, I still get excited and I still love, you know, I, I, whenever she's like, I'm doing a red carpet, I'm like, yes. In the yeah. same way you were talking about Tom Cruise, She's like Gwyneth Paltrow is a movie star. Yeah. That never goes away. Yeah, that's When true. you have that kind of quality, it never goes away. And I don't ever take that for granted either. Mm. Like I don't ever think this will last forever. And, you know, I'm not 30 anymore. And not that that means anything. You could be old as shit doing this. But I don't take that for granted. I still get excited and I still like to meet these people. I remember the first time I met Jessica Lang, I was absolutely shitting myself <laughs> and I don't get starstruck or nervous, but I did with Demi Moore mm-hmm. and first time I met GP and most of all with Jessica Lang. Mm. And she said, with a fabulous voice, she said, when you do my lashes, I like them to go out and down. And <gasps> the voice, I was like, fuck, that voice is amazing. Oh. How do you go out and down? But she just said, out and down. do out, do it like this. And the, it's the tips that you get. Movie stars like that yeah. who have done this for a long time mm-hmm. know what the fuck is up. And she was like, put the lash here and the lash here. And I was like, um, I like have an idea about lashes. And she was like, do it like this. And I was like, doing it like that. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. And it worked. So I love that. When I first started working with the Olsons, like we are like family because we've worked together for over 20 years now. They've helped me change my aesthetic about hair texture over the years so much. Still the first trip to Tokyo with Ashley Olsen, the worst hair I've ever done in my career. And thank God it's impossible to find. I couldn't be. She's my favorite person. She was 18. I think she was 17. (laughs) I love her constant hair inspiration. Oh, my whole um, life, literally, um, my really? whole life. He says to me, just fucking go and see her hairstylist. I was like, okay. Quit showing me pictures of Ashley Olsen. Like For a, a decade. that you want. Lori Goddard, Goddard oh, had been coloring right. her he hair. He was like, just go for there. For that what And I was like, okay. And I did. And I looked like Ashley. Basically <laughs> twins. Yeah. That's what I love about loyal clients. Mm. You have the that time to kind of spend with them and you see things change in their life or mm-hmm. different different ways they're moving and you can kind of go with them it's really yeah. fun and they want to try something and they want to push you and they're not going to drop you because you had a bad day yeah, right you know and you just everybody tries new things that's the, that's what i love so much about loyal people and like most of my girls are pretty damn loyal yeah we all kind of have nice. that core group of clients mm-hmm. yeah that are always there I do consider my core clients friends. Mm-hmm. I do. But I, you know, I'm not, I don't have the same expectations that I have had in the past of someone say like, 
an expectation I might have of Mark as a friend. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. a different, you know, I think we have, we all have different friends for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, if I'm having a problem with anxiety, maybe I'll call Mark. If I'm having a problem with, you know, something else, I'll call you. Mm-hmm. Or, do you know what I mean? Like you call certain friends for certain things. Mm-hmm. So I still consider my core group of, of girls to be my, my friends, but a different type of friend, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like, would I call them in the middle of the night when I'm in China having a meltdown? Probably not. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Wanting to come home and knowing it's a 24-hour flight. Right. But you I'd can call me. I'd probably call Mark because you can call I'd be me. like, I want to come now. I need to leave now. <laughs> well, and I think there's yeah, something Georgie about reaches like... out to me anytime she needs to find out about a first-class seat on American Airlines. Well, I never get the first-class seats. Did you not for your trip that's no. coming up? Oh, but you're in first. You're in business. International yeah. business is the same as first. Mark knows everything there is I to know about American know. Airlines. <laughs> American he is Airlines. He, he is concierge. He is concierge. Oh, and he's proud of it. He should work for American. He should, but he's helped me out oh, with a lot yeah. of things. Me too. We've and been he's knowledgeable and generous. Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, my trip that I'm going on next week, I was like, how do? What's the deal with international? Am I going to get more points if I do this one, or am I gonna, which oh flight do I get? Get the flagship. Do this. Do it. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Don't get a plan a plane <laughs> operated by British Airways. You have to go. That's on what seat she was going to do. Seat guru, yeah. find a thing like. Oh, yeah, he's a master. She was traveler. like, What about British Airways operated by American Airlines? I'm like, Nope. nope. You only get one mile per actual mile flown. <laughs> if you're sitting in business class on a flagship American Airlines, you'll get two miles for every mile flown. He's really. So you'll double the miles you'll get. Handy I mean, that's. By Mark and Townsend. especially when you're traveling from LA to London. Forget about it. That's a couple free trips uh, between LA and New York. A couple of up- upgrades, too. Oh, yeah. Handy hints from Mark Townsend. They've changed Cheers. their upgrade policies though it's not like the old days not unless you can't see key how'd you get that was it somebody called tom cruise no oh not at all um my tom cruise oh no it actually was yeah, yeah. i take that back yeah i got it confused in the very beginning all my miles came from either traveling with tom or traveling with mary kate and ashley mm-hmm. ashley and mary kate were always united and tom was always american so yes the two airlines that i have the most miles on are from Started because of those clients. The number of miles. I know. It's, I remember it's when I first started the miles system, I thought, I'll spread myself out. So I get... I made that mistake yeah, too. so bad. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'll do Delta, I'll do American, and I'll do United. <laughs> and you just get scraps here and there. And then you oh. go, oh, let me just upgrade. And then your agent's like, we don't have enough miles to do that um, <laughs> because they're all over the place so let's pick one and run with it I mean, and it, he, it, he told me american so i was like oh okay and stick and get the credit card with the american miles attached to it i don't have always. that though because you put everything on your amex right yeah and then you can and use then you can use that anything, yes yeah. yes yes it's just when i do use the american airlines credit this should card should be a whole episode I'll by the way you should I'll get somebody about from american airlines <gasps> good idea to come here wait is that how we met with dakota in Toronto? Toronto was our... We didn't meet through that, but that was the our first time. The first time we worked together? The first time we worked together with Dakota. We had done other jobs Oh, no, we had done Lizzie Olsen before together. Yes. That was one of the first times, I, I feel like you guys have been working together for decades. I think it was Dakota. Like, once those Dakota pictures started hitting, we got paired up a lot A lot, that. yeah. Yeah. But I think Lizzie Olsen was the first one. That... I've had this conversation... Literally, Aviva and I... When we were talking about you coming on... One of the things mm-hmm. that I brought up is the, 
one of my favorite shoot. I've known Lizzie Olson since she was 12 years old. Mm. But my favorite photo shoot I've ever done with her was the one we did together. John Russo was taking the pictures. Mm. And it was just some of the most beautiful photos ever taken of her. You know, it was the first time. Oh, You had worked with her oh, once dear. before. You did her for Rookie move over there. a full day of Avengers press. Like all the Avengers were there. Uh, I might have been with Mark Ruffalo. You were doing Mark and Lizzie. Because you had to go oh. back and forth. Oh, gosh. No, we memory. had done the photo shoot first. That's why Lizzie was like, I'll share. That shoot was the first time I used those lashes that I use. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, well, these work. No one spends the amount of time on lashes. I mean, it's not that, that much time. You, yeah, you yeah, you do. You do spend I? more time on lashes than most of the makeup artists that I work with. It's something that usually is like put on at the very end. With very quick with artists. GP, though. You have to be quick well, with you have. Oh, I mean, <laughs> You do that makeup most of the time while she's wearing glasses. And you <laughs> no, it's still, not. <laughs> she will take her glasses off for you sometimes, but I have seen you like plop a lash over her frames. I've seen you do it. I have done that. Yes. She's a busy woman. She gives you 30 minutes for hair and makeup. That's a stretch. 45. Okay, Max. 45. 45. Yeah, it's been a decade. The last 15 minutes of those 45 minutes, I'm sweating bullets, praying to God I can get her hair blown out before she just gets up out of the chair. Mm-hmm. And Georgie's saying they're having a coffee. <laughs> so you're done in 30 minutes. True. Yes. You're the last 15 minutes are you usually saying, should I get this sweater or this sweater? Which of the new G label stuff should I get? Oh, I love this necklace. Like You know, it's funny. I'm so excited. You're I'm shopping going to with London. her most of the time. Well, I do like J-Label a lot. I have a lot of her stuff. You've had a long run with with Gwyneth. How long have you worked it's together? Almost a decade, I think. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is that the longest you've worked with a client? I thought there's been a couple like that. There's mm-hmm. a couple in and out as well. Yeah, me too. I think so. Yeah, there's. I mean, most of my clients have had definitely for more than five years. Right. We talked you know, about one of my loyalty. first my first clients is Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Who's the nicest person on the planet? And one of the most talented people ever, I think. And he's just the kindest man. He was one of the first people that I started working with. And then Nick Holt, who I'll see next week, I think, because he's in this film, The Menu, mm-hmm. with my client Anya Taylor-Joy, which I'm super excited about seeing. So that, as I said, I started out grooming. So I've been, you know, on and off with them as well when mm-hmm. I was available. And it's fun to kind of go back to men as well. Yeah. My Mickey Rourke days were fun. Because yeah. I was a big smoker back then too. So it was fun just being able to smoke at work, smoke anywhere. He told me to go and see. I said, I don't know what movie to see of yours. He goes, go home and watch Nine and a Half Weeks. Oh. I said, okay. Have I was like, not, what's it about? And he's had, like, you'll see. You had not seen and it? And I was like, Jesus, how do I go back to work Wait, tomorrow? You had not seen it <laughs> No. Oh. oh my God. It's just so hot. I still have never seen it. Oh my God. It's Avita very Jansen. sexy. I'm so sorry. Unacceptable. It's very sexy movie. For the hair alone. Really? Please oh, watch Nine and a Half Kim Weeks. Kim Basinger? Kim Basinger's hair in that movie. It is iconic, iconic. hair. Yeah. They don't make movies like that anymore. Well, they do, but they don't. So the much. 80s and the 90s, I'm just, as I was yep. telling you before, I'm, I love like super cheese. Is I that love, where you get most of your inspiration from? The, I was about to say, I've been watching The Karate Kid at the moment. No, I don't. Elizabeth Shue in the original Karate Kid. Oh. Amazing hair. Yeah. Oh, the style. Oh. Elizabeth Shue in the opening scene of Adventures in Babysitting, where she's dancing alone that. in her well, bedroom. Well, up to me and he asked me if I wanted to dance. And she's singing into her hairbrush. I think I might know the choreography. Jack Black. 
Me? Yeah, just then. You sounded like you wanted to one of his songs. You know, he does that. I thought I was doing the most like amazing interpretation of like a 50s female singer. And her hair. Like, oh my God. That hair. Yeah. It's naturally curly. Yeah. And like diffused. Yeah. Like, I loved Ralph Macchio. Oh. I thought he was mm. a real hunk. And I'm actually reading his, bi- listening to his biography at the moment. It's really good. If you're you a Karate Kid fan out there. You I love highly recommend it. to listen to a book. You say well, it to I'm me. You tell me all so the time. Much. Yeah. And I fall asleep if I read them. Mm. And I like to, I want to know. And I also love it when they're speaking. So when they're right. reading the book, it's yeah. really cool. Because I, but I've also gone through all of the eighties. Like I did Rob Lowe's. His is awesome. Uh, what's the guy from Mannequin? What's his name? Andrew McCarthy. That was good. It's quite serious, but that was good. Listening to Ralph's. Um, there's a few of them. I love, I love, I love the eighties and the nineties. Biographies in general. So good. Yeah. But inspiration, definitely the nineties more so than the eighties. The fifties as well. I love the fifties. Me too. Is there a through line in your work between Anya and Dakota that you'd say is your stamp? Like the Georgie look I, I think I, I I do always like to use mascara. It's mm-hmm. definitely something that is a part of my something I would you're always going to get mm-hmm. unless you don't want it. It's very rare that someone would say I don't really want any mascara. Mm-hmm. Who would say that? Nobody. Know. Maybe for an editorial. You said like you do one coat, and I have questions for my own eyelashes, but like <laughs> well, you blink on you f- it, so you push it in. Right into, because I always have my clients uh, close their eyes when I'm doing mascara and they're like, you're putting mascara on, I have to keep my eyes open. I'm like, close your eyes, trust me, it's going to be fine. If you're doing it yourself, you look in the mirror and then you blink right onto it. So it's pushed right at the root and then wiggle. Okay. So now we got to get into our rapid fire questions because this is what at least I want to know. Me too, desperately actually. Whatever you say, I'm probably going to buy. Okay. All right. Georgie, tell us about your five favorite products. Like, we're talking about the diehard products that are in your kit that have been there for a while. Like Desert Island products? Exactly. Like, don't feel confident going to work without. Oh, good. Bronzer. Which one? Tom Ford. Tom Ford Which one? Terra. Why? Because it's matte. There's no shimmer in it. I don't care for a bronzer with shimmer in it because then the whole face gets shimmery. Is it neutral or warm undertone? Warm. Warm, okay. But I have a, I have a couple. So the oh. one I use most is the Terra. Okay. But then I also love Bobby Brown's bronzer. They're all matte as well. There's a light, medium, and dark. Me, personally, I like the medium, and it's a good kind of all-around. But the dark is fantastic for darker skin because there's a red undertone in it. Ooh. And it's a bit more of a clear undertone rather than brown because some of the bronzes the darker they get the more brown is yeah in them. and then, and it, then looks it can get muddy. a bit ruddy yeah right 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 so when there's more red it works for me i love that yeah hot tip next <laughs> i love a brow love a brow dior's brow pencil is probably my favorite because it's a very very fine tip so you can get feather like strokes i don't care for the ones that have like the slanted mm-hmm edge because it's just too much it's like too much per stroke whereas the dior has a very fine stroke so you can really get into like you don't have to do the whole brow you can just get bits done do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean there's a hole fill in that hole or if you want to do a full brow you can but it's a very fine stroke so i also like to use a slanted brush a very very fine slanted brush 
and I'll dampen that brush and then you can use a shadow, like any kind of eyeshadow. So if you wanted to do a crazy colored brow, then you can use a shadow, any color you want. So right. if you dampen that brush, then it gives you very fine hair strokes. Aviva <laughs> filled in my eyebrows today and I've never been more confident. I was I was going to say, Mark, your brows look Come on. Sensational. <laughs> Aviva, Aviva Jansen, like look painted on that. some brow for me today. It was fantastic, it's actually. Elf. I can actually see one of the, I can see a can stroke you? or two. Yeah. It's Elf. It's like the mascara one, but it has little fibers on it. I like a brow gel. Dior also does an amazing brow gel too. I like a brow gel just to finish off yeah. after I've kind of groomed the brows and mm -hmm. put them into place. And then I stick them down with a brow gel. Oh, God. It changes your whole face. It does. I know. It does. Love a brow. And I love a mascara. <gasps> Here we lash. go. Let's talk about the lash. There's two that I love more than anything. YSL... Those sills, the original, is kind of my go-to always every day for myself and for my clients. It's a very wet mascara, so mm. it has to be used very quickly. And I go back and forth, one eye to the next, one eye to the next. So mm. I do a, a layer, let that dry, and then go back and forth. What's mm. the tube look like? It's gold. Gold, okay. With a black lid. Okay. And I also love Pat McGrath's Dark Star. Oh. Yeah, it's insane. For me, it's all about the brush. Yeah. Um, the product as well, but the brush is key for me. I'm not a huge believer in like lengthening or voluming. It's like they kind of do the same thing. It just, it's the product inside can do both. It can give you volume or it can give you length. It's the brush that's going to do that. So if you stick a different brush in, it's going to lengthen. If you put a different brush in, oh. it's going to give you volume like the thin so it's rubber just, ones or the i don't fluffy. like the rubber ones i like okay. the bristly ones yeah yeah so the ysl and okay. pat mcgrath have quite a fluffy brush yeah so it gives you a fluffy lash oh. and oh, it puts a lot that. of product in okay and i like to get a lot in the root and then kind of push and wiggle it up to the tip of the of the lash this entire time that we've been sitting here i've been staring at them this I is always... a bit of a quick put it on in the car moment I twist my eyebrows in the car and I put lashes on in the car because okay. you, there's so many lights. For me, the key is like putting on one eye, letting it sit, do the other eye, probably drive a bit, stop at the next set of lights, do another layer. I usually do one at a time. That's kind of how you do makeup on a on a client. Correct. Okay. That's how I like to do it. I love it. Fantastic. I can't wait to try. And All I right. spend a lot of time on lashes as you know. It's I, yes. Yeah, the, your lower the queen lashes of the lash. are just... Chef's kiss. Mine? My lower, yeah. You have a oh, yeah, thick like lower them. lash. I think it's mascara. probably the mascara. God, they look good. I'll do yours afterwards. <gasps> All right, that's three products. Oh, my good old Aussie Lucas Pore Pointment. Oh. It's amazing. You can use it everywhere. Lip balm, eyelids, if you want a little gloss on the eyelid. If you need a little bit more hydration on the cheeks, but you don't have a cream blush, pop mm -hmm. some of that over the top. Or if you want a highlight that's clear, it doesn't mm. have like a shimmer in it. Yeah. You can put that on, dry elbows, fink cuticles, scratches. Yeah. We love some paw Mosquito paw. bites, literally anything. Where do you get diaper it? Diaper rash. Here. My kids never got diaper rash because <sighs> I use that on them every day. Yeah. Australian baby bums. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Correct, Amunda. Where do you get it here? Amazon. Amazon? Okay, yeah. I figured. You can get tubs or you can get the tubes. Tubs. I like the tube. I do too. The tube. 
I like a tube. What else do I love? I got my goopy stuff. I love my goopy stuff. I Mm -hmm. love my goop body butter and my Himalayan salt scrub. They're my go-tos at goop. Yes. The the salt scrub shampoo? Love it. Oh, me too. Me too. Obsessed. But the body butter is insane too. I use it every day. My kids use it. Well, it's clean. So you don't... I, I, I really like to use clean products and skincare i just find you know it's the largest organ of the body mm-hmm. i've seen it you shows. like pull that out for red really? carpets yes does it it's is also it not it's not greasy so yeah. it sinks into the skin it doesn't leave a film mm-hmm. it doesn't have a wildly offensive smell mm-hmm. it's it's a very fresh smell i just i love it oh i'm gonna try it's it it's really good cool really really good oh and chanel foundations oh. This oh the chanel and the dior lip tints i'm obsessed with too they just, they don't move and they're delicious and they're not chalky and they're incredible. They don't move. They don't move. Okay. Do, do those come in like a palette or in a stick? The little, che- the, there, you can see the color. Um, oh, yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do now. So you can use them as a full lip color or you can use them as a tint. I love Is them. Is it like a doe foot? It's a liquid lip. Liquid lip. So the, oh, li- okay. the Dior is a liquid lip and the Chanel is a liquid lip. Okay. Are there any new makeup or new discoveries that you've come across recently? The guys from IS Clinicals, Innovative Skincare, that was a huge one for me. Yes. That was a few years ago, but that was a huge, they've changed my life as well as changing everybody's lives. Like well, you just, recommended it to me and it changed my life. All I of my completely all of my changed clients my skincare. Yeah, it looks it. good. It's just the most beautiful skincare. It's also clean. The guys who started it are incredible people who do so much in the world of cancer. They're incredibly philanthropic. Mm-hmm. And they just, you know, they're so incredibly generous and the products work and the products are safe. You know, unfortunately, so many people that I know have had these terrible diagnoses. And the last thing you want to think about is like your skin turning to shit. And mm-hmm. they've been so generous with with all of my friends who have gone through this. But it's just incredible under makeup. It's it's just a beautiful product. I yeah. because I'm obsessed. Game so changer. that was a huge game changer. And I used to have severe acne. So that oh, wow. was... You know, I saw an incredible facialist, Shani Darden, and she put me onto them and I just heard about them and she told me to to look into their cleanser and before she had her own line, which is also amazing, and it changed my life. I very, Mm. very rarely have breakouts now because of that product. I'd never know that you struggled with acne. Your skin looks beautiful. Shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I used to get called pizza face at school. (gasps) Oh, God. Don't be mean, kids. Don't be mean tools you know i love jillian dempsey's gold bar i was waiting for you to i i That's see you with amazing. a roller all that like you do that well you do my latest discovery please seraphase oh beyond i've seen you use that too. That's amazing. exactly that it's is a kind of it does it does too. everything yeah so it's UV, one by one. not UV, sorry. It's LED lights. Mm-hmm. So there's a red, there's a blue. It gives you all sorts of, you can, you know, if you have a headache, it's got different we, tips in it and it's got... Tips for the tips over tips here. Tips for the tips. <laughs> I gotta, when yes. is a client sits in your chair before that you use it and after it's a different face. Yes. It's like, oh, the cheekbones show up and your eyes are slightly the hot, lifted. The heat, the one with the heat tip and then yeah. there's the cold tip as well. Incredible. The cold mm. end is phenomenal for depuffing, 
the heat is amazing when you want to put a, push a product further into the skin. I love that. Yes. And that that's what out the really, face, really, in a way. really works. I, really I know. I buy one. But also, like, I get migraines too. So it's incredible mm. to put down the back of your neck or in your temples because it's got, like, you know, the Theraguns, how yeah. they just cut up all your muscles inside and make you all loosey-goosey. It does the same thing for your face. Oh, so a lot of people who hold a lot of tension in their jaw, it's yeah. incredible. Yes. The TMJ, yeah. amazing for headaches, migraines. And my wife gets migraines. Yeah, I, I'm sold. Worth I've it. seen the it's magic incredible. happen in yes, front of exactly. my Yes, exactly. All right, well. So we all love a, a, bougie, a bougie product, but can you name three drugstore things that you like, love, mm-hmm. use? Oh, come on. Where do you get your Q-tips? I, mean, I, don't, I don't find much. Amazon, honey. Um, well, no, Amazon is even, a drugstore, kind of. I get I get my Q-tips from Nigel's. <laughs> the thin, thin ones? The, little... the black ones. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They bougie. don't ball up. Bougie, bougie. bougie. I like dry shampoo. Yes, exactly. Get my dry shampoo from there. I, I like the Neutrogena wipes in the blue packet. I do too. Gets, and do. I don't use them on the face. I just use them on my hands. Same. I'm oh. going to make it about me for one second and recommend oh, one of my favorite wow. products. Okay. Okay. You How should, unusual. You should Let's get make the, it about you, Mark Townsend. I'm, I'm a guest on my own podcast. <laughs> La Mer makes an incredible hand treatment. And I, we have to wash our hands like, what, 100 times Goop a day? Goop does too, actually. Yeah. Goop just really? came out with a hand cream. Oh, I we should, should be do... like sponsored by Goop, maybe. Yeah, you should. But there's uh, so many good things on there that really how can you not? But I think you're discerning and you wouldn't say it if you didn't like it. Exactly. True. So you must... I do okay. love it because I don't like a hand cream that smells and I don't like a hand cream that's greasy because I have mm-hmm. a bit of OCD with cleaning yeah. and I don't like to feel my hands all sticky and gross. Right. So they do a good hand cream. But you can get a lot of good things. Um, You can. I mean, yeah. Q-tips, dry shampoo, Z-Quil. That's probably it. We love our (laughs) Z-Quil. Z-Quil. Z-Quil for traveling. Yeah. When you're traveling. Or my Calm gummies. I like my Calm gummies. Magnesium, yeah. Yeah. Those actually work. Which ones? The gummies. They're um, magnesium, not Yeah, it's CBD. called Calm. I think the brand is Calm, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. It's, it's the blue. It's yeah. like a sky and it's with clouds and it's... I get mine at Whole Foods. Right? Yeah. They actually... I had a lot of anxiety last year. <laughs> they really me work. Actually, no, this year. They I have me. to say, though, after this trip that I just did, I, I think I beat a bit of it. Really? Anxiety. Yeah. Great. I mean, they say it's like when you face your fears, it's like behavioral therapy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I was Immersion. very worked up about this trip. And, you know, my Ryan had said to me, he was like, maybe this is what you need to get past it. And maybe I'm cured, you guys. Oh, that's fantastic. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Immersion. And exactly. then there's booze for the other times. Yeah. You can always pick up, you know, a little flask at the drugstore. You can always pick up a glass of champagne. Okay. I've done it. And a cheese platter. What's worth every penny? What do you, like, when you're going to splurge? Shani Darden facials. 100%. In LA? Uh-huh. Okay. She's amazing. She I changed my life. started changed. using her retinol. She changed my life. That retinol has changed my life. But she put me in the right direction. You know, I love her skincare, but prior to having her skin, I've been seeing her for a long time. She put me on the path to clean skin and right. clear skin right. and, you know, declogged, de-everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she found a spot on the on my temple, which she pushed me to go and get checked out. And it turned out to be skin cancer. So wow. she also saved my life when wow. I was pregnant. Yeah. Two scoops, guys. Two All scoops right. out of this. God, if you're so in LA. So she's, but she, you know, it's just, you, you leave with, 
your skin is so clean Mm -hmm. and it's just amazing and it's it's not like oh my god this is the most relaxing facial it's like my skin has just had a clean out and it's right. amazing and the next day magic that's what i love about a facial yeah. like mm. i don't like things lathered and slathered on my face over and over and over yeah however i do like that part too i have really oily skin so it's not always great for me and yeah, i you just wash your face up i want to get in exactly <laughs> clean it but then i feel bad like oh they've just put all these incredible products on you my skin and now i'm gonna right go off. wipe it right off but i like a good like Get in there and clean out those pores. Yeah, get it out of there. All right, what's your next? What's your next splurge? Uh, I bought a pair of Chanel boots. <gasps> I love. They were worth every cent. Every penny. Yeah, every penny. Every penny. And then we just renovated our house, so oh. that's that's rather a big, that's a splurge. big one. Yeah, um, that's a splurge. <laughs> if anyone needs their house Venetian plastered, I can do it. What can I plaster around? I mean, Ryan and I have a become wall. like. I love plastered walls. We're like. We're the plastic couple now. Amazing. The good thing, you're doing like the, I mean, when you're doing renovations. with who does a better plaster. Obviously, it's me. Obviously. Obviously. (laughs) But uh, he's very good at other things. Yes. He's just, you know, slaps it on. I'm like, no, no, no. No. I mean, when you need, when your daughters need to have an at-home spa salon. That's daddy's department. That's where Ryan outdoes you. That couldn't be cuter. I know. He he does a whole hair salon situation and gives them a menu. Puts the chair in the shower. Yes. And like foot scrubs. I'm like, oh, okay. But also when they. That's why he's the favorite. When they grow up and think back on those memories of like, my dad used to do this spa menu. Like that's so, that is so stinking cute. Mm -hmm. It is. I'm pretty good too. Of course. Oh, no. I, uh, obvi- obviously. <laughs> obviously. I mean, you're so busy plastering the walls. That, you know who's got time for the I spa? I mean, they, they do love to draw and they love to paint. They love makeup. And my little one's always like, can I have some lippy, mom? Can you put some lippy on? Oh, so yes. loves to read lippy, that one. You have two young daughters. Mm-hmm. Is there something you're going to teach them about inner beauty, outer beauty, products, makeup, how they want to, like, That's their mom is one. like... A famous makeup artist. We talk about, I mean, I have a room that's full of makeup, so it's, they see it all the time, so it's not as exciting, I think, as it might be for, you know, like my niece gets really excited about it. Right, right. You know, I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old tomorrow, and, you know, the little one likes to wear lipstick. She's like, can I have some lipstick? I'd like to put some lippy on when she puts her costumes on. And... You know, I don't say no, and I'm like, sure, when we're at home, and I and I always say, this is for fun. This is what we do, and I do this for fun. And because they ask sometimes, like, why do you, why do you put mascara on? Because they see me doing it in the car <laughs> uh, when I'm parked. I'm not driving at a red when light. this happens. <laughs> yes. I'm not driving. Absolutely. And I'm like, you know, it makes me feel a bit better about the day. I like to have. You know, my eyelashes, I like to put a bit of mascara on and it makes me feel a bit better. I also like to not wear it sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and they'll say, oh, yeah, you don't wear it on the weekends. I was like, no, I don't wear makeup when I'm not working or doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she did that makeup on the way here. Did you stop it if you like? I actually did. <laughs> I did. Um, wait, I want to talk to you but about But I always talk about how, you know, it's it is for fun yeah. and I don't wear makeup at home a lot on purpose. Oh. I don't ever want there to be oh. a thing about like oh you have to wear makeup to be to be beautiful right. and you have to like you know I might look at Ryan and say does this look good like do I look flat in this? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know River will be like oh you look great in that. I'm like 
great. Oh. And I look at Ryan, I'm like, what do you think? And he'll be like, maybe try that one. I'm like, oh. fuck you, you think I'm fat. But no, I'm kidding. But like, I, we never, I, I, we never talk about weight. I we never love that talk so about much. how someone looks. And it's been, you know, River, particularly the six year old, talks a lot about like, oh, you know, she said, you know, your skin is floppier than mine. And I'm like, oh, on my stomach, she's like, oh, your tummy's a lot floppier than mine. And I was like, why well, two babies? Isn't that amazing? I was like, my stomach's pretty awesome. <laughs> she's like, oh, well, well, mind me like that. I was like, maybe depend like if you have kids it doesn't yeah. really matter I was like what's yeah. amazing is that you know my body can do pretty outstanding things like I got to pull you you got pulled out of my body and then your sister got pulled out of my vagina isn't that incredible <laughs> she's like what do you mean I'm like I mean <laughs> this is where you came from mommy's vagina yeah. stretched a lot god that's and it hurt <laughs> and uh, our- but you both got cooked up in my tummy and that's that's yeah. what bodies do and you know sometimes bodies are floppy sometimes they're not you know and I have lots of books about bodies we love to read and mm. we talk about we don't talk about appearances but we talk about like everybody's you know the same on the inside and we're all born mm. differently and uh, different skin color different hair you know my little one's really noticing different skin color. She's like, we all have very white skin with freckles, but daddy has more olive skin with no freckles. And my best friend has black skin with cool hair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's, and we have all of these amazing books. I have a girlfriend of mine who has a wonderful podcast called Hippocampus Clubhouse on Spotify. And I listen to it. You do? Yeah, well, I was trying to do research for you when I heard I heard uh, your episode. Yeah. You did? Yeah, so when sweet. When I did I'm Australian too. Yeah. Which I don't sound like that. Yeah. But I really put it on. <laughs> but she has an amazing podcast, which is very diverse. And she's a wonderful mom and a very, very good friend of mine. So, you know, anytime I have like, something that I want to tackle with the kids. I always try and get a book about it first Mm. and, or talk to her about it first. And, Mm. you know, I'm starting to get questions about bodies. What have you got? And she'll be like, get this one, this one. Or I'm like, the girls are talking about a shitty kid at school. What have you got? And she's like, Oh, mountains of books on that. Mm. But I also love, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and, you know, mum stuff mm-hmm. to kind of help that along. Being the mother of two daughters, like what do you think, how will you introduce them to social media? Hmm. I'm hoping by the time they're of the age, it won't be around anymore. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think it'll go away, but. There is a backlash on younger people. Of there younger is. People, I think. Big one right now. Yeah. I, I don't think it is. Um, I think it's terrible. Mm-hmm. I think it's terrible for all of us. And I think, you know, we're, we're adults and we can manage our emotions. We can manage, we can regulate our bodies ourselves. We mm-hmm. don't need to be taught how to do that still. And we can't handle it mm-hmm. a lot of the time. So how is a teenager whose brain isn't fully developed until they're like 18 or 19 right. going to be able to figure it out, Ooh. you know? So I'm so you're... happy there was no social media when oh. I was coming, when I was growing up. It's just like, it was so much easier. Things were just so much yeah. easier and just more fun. And I think kids are, are losing. You could learn, you could make a mistake and learn from it. Mm-hmm. But it's and how, you really can make a mistake when you're a teenager and it's recorded and it follows you, you know, Forever. like it's too much pressure and there's too much anxiety on these kids. And like, 
Mine are little still, but they, they grow really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's really, that's the thing that scares me the most. And, you know, my Australian friends are like, what is it like raising a kid in LA? And I'm like, well, we live on, we live out in like Westlake village. So we're far, but mm -hmm. we're also right next to the Kardashians. You're literally <laughs> next door to the Kardashians. What are you talking about? Let's go to, what do you think your proudest work moment is? Any moment. You know, I think what I do, I love what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. I don't think I have, and I, I take it seriously, but I don't take the world that seriously. You know, we're not curing cancer where mm -hmm. maybe we're helping people feel a bit better about themselves by giving them tips and tricks into how to make themselves look and feel a little bit better. But I'm not like that serious about this. Mm -hmm. You know, I love it. And I thoroughly enjoy working as a team, creating some magic for someone so I don't know if I've had like a moment I mean all the time it's kind of all the time like I love a yeah. big red carpet I love mm. a big red carpet but that's you know it always makes me proud seeing my work when I've done a good job and when it's all come together there's mm. nothing better like you guys know there's nothing better when you're waiting for them to hit the carpet mm -hmm. and then that first pick comes up mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, thank God. That, that <laughs> it energy. It worked out. Don't you yeah. wish you sometimes could bottle that energy that you feel? Like it's yes. the most great adrenaline rush on the planet. It really is. And it's nerve wracking, particularly mm -hmm. if you've taken a risk. And, mm -hmm. you know, I don't like to do the same thing. I do love to do something different, mm -hmm. you know, each, each day and each red carpet. And... It's always interesting when you've taken a risk and it works, yeah. you know, that's kind of always makes me feel quite proud, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I saw that in your last tour. I'm very detail oriented and I think most makeup artists are, but it's really nice when a picture shows that or when someone picks it up and recognizes the detail mm -hmm. of your work and that makes me feel really good. Right. You oh, know, that's when someone's noticed something that I've done and I'm like, huh. I don't know if anyone would say that. Yeah. I right. liked it too. You know? <laughs> yeah. And she looked incredible. Anya Taylor-Joy Anya Taylor-Joy. I mean, but those looks. You and Gregory and Russell. Anya. Like, yeah. Anya. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Anya. I know. I just, I, I want to say Anya for Anya. some reason with yeah. her. Anya. 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 Yeah. But to, to go for so many red carpets in London and New York, right? Mm -hmm. And and to have so many different looks, it was really fun to watch. Multiple looks. Yeah, and, it was really fun. And you guys yeah. get the best BTS with her. I know. Like, you... It's funny, Gregory and I kind of, we both take our own pictures. And it's always nice when you're working in a team. Like if everyone's taking a picture, then see who gets kind of the good ones or the mm -hmm. better ones or mm -hmm. whatever. He takes an amazing picture. He's an amazing hairstylist and, and so much fun. We have yes. really great time cute he does a very very good posh accent as well really yeah we should ask we him should to have him it. to come I, and talk to i you. would he love it he gets very i i asked him to do to do it with an english client the other day and he he wouldn't do it. he got very shy oh but the whole tour he was he was very very posh very posh <laughs> very posh englishman <laughs> and, and particularly he, when we were claridges oh, yeah. oh of course, he, of course. He, yeah. did you go to high tea? he does a very good accent that one really we had high tea in the room, yeah, quickly before everybody oh, else arrived. I love like, it. I love, I love tea. Yeah. Oh, when you're in London. So fun. Getting a, having the high tea. The clotted cream and the champagne and the tea. It's so mm -hmm. fun. As hairstylists, we don't get to hang out with other hairstylists very much because, you know, we're teamed up well, with a makeup I'll tell artist. you who the good yeah. ones are. But okay. when... It, you know, after one of those <laughs> award show days, I ran into Georgie in the lobby of Sunset Tower. 
and they had a break. I had a break. So we Cute. sat down and that was the first time I got to sit down and like talk with Gregory and like, so he's good fun. He, I've never met him. He's very, very talented too. He's one of the most inspiring hairstylists that I follow on Instagram. Yeah. Like agreed. I love his work. I need to get his address. And he, yeah, yeah, you should yeah. send him some pins. A, yeah. Okay. I love it. <laughs> But he's brilliantly talented, and he is so funny. Yeah. When I first worked with him with Anya, I was pregnant, so I was just miserable. So I never really kind of noticed how funny he was until, you know, the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Is there, like, a like-to-forget moment, maybe when you're not so proud of? You know, I remember once I was in Cannes with someone, and (laughs) the hairstylist and I thought we nailed it. Like, oh, that was so good. We're so good. This is awesome. Can't wait. Literally like, oh, when are these pictures going to come out? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be this iconic makeup. Yes. And we were like, it came out and we're like, oh, God. Wow. What happened? Why did that not translate at all? Like, and both of us. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, I really kind of buggered that up it was like both of us were like <laughs> man that, that's a dis- that's that's bad and no one else really noticed but we were like well we did yeah um but that's you know so funny. You, you you learn from that and I so I don't really have like moments that I'm not proud of mm-hmm. but I've learned from that or if you you know the first time you work with someone and you see what you've done translate and and then you're like huh okay next time I'm gonna do this or that, or I'll add more lashes, or I'll take something off, or I'll do less, or I'll do more, or whatever. So you're always learning. Push the boundaries yeah. of what you're used to doing. Like, I, again, I don't like, oh, he's cracking open another bottle. But wow. also, like, I think if you get don't, after it. you get bored. If you don't yeah, try and, like, and push just, the boundaries sometimes. I'm not one to do the same thing over and over again. Like, we all have our kind of signature yeah. looks. Like, if someone came to me and it's like, so I don't think I'm going to – I'd like to do, like, a no mascara. I'm like, I'm probably not the makeup artist yeah. for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, ma- I love mascara. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, I love one day I'll do something super, super natural and barely there, and then the next – it's it's a lot more like I love yeah. being able to Play. show range but still have an aesthetic yeah that's mine you know I'm such a fan of your work well thank you oh we're opening a second bottle Georgia your episode is like a two bottle episode here two bottle what <laughs> oh. you're gonna say that to everyone <laughs> oh you're setting the standard very high in you're in where you take inspiration music art architecture you know I'm not one of those people that's mm-hmm. like, oh, look at this picture or uh, like of, of your oranges and lemons over there. Like I wouldn't take inspiration from that. I'm very much inspired by what the, what the talent is wearing that day, where mm. we are, what we're doing. I'm more of like a period person. So Ooh. I get very inspired by like 20s or the 30s. And, you know, if my client's wearing something that's quite 60s, do we go into that world? Mm-hmm. I want to enhance that person. I'm not trying to change somebody's look and mm-hmm. make them into someone else. I want them to be the best version of themselves. So if, you know, when Mark and I are with Dakota, there's a lot of music involved. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. very much kind of inspired by what we're listening to and what we're wearing and how we're all feeling and things like that. And, you know, with Anya, it's definitely clothes and where we're going and you know particularly this last tour there was just 
so many different things that we could do with the clothes and mm-hmm. where we were. So it's it really depends on the talent and the the place and what period rather mm-hmm. than particular things, mm-hmm. you know? Anya? Anya? Anya. 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 Second bottle is not working out for you. Wait, just picture um, the singer, Anya. Anya, okay. No, no. A. Oh, well, no, I was going to say Anya, guys. Anya. Anyway, she can really take a decade. I really love her. She trains, I mean, you could literally do 20s, 30s, 60s, 70s, 90s. Her doing SNL with her was a pretty, we were pretty proud. And also the first time I ever did SNL, that was another proud moment with Melissa McCarthy. I love SNL moments. I mean, you kind of. Yeah. That is a moment. When I got that call of like, would you like to go to do, do SNL with Melissa McCarthy? I'm like, is there anyone else to do SNL with? Right. Can you imagine? Um, oh my God. We got a new, I had a brand new baby, not brand new. She's like three or four months old, River. And I said to Ryan, can we go to New York for a week? Because I was still breastfeeding. And she's about six months old, actually. And he was like, let's do it. And I was like, it's not every day that you get to work with Melissa McCarthy on SNL for the first time. And it was epic. So oh. Ryan and River cruised the streets of New York one of the best trips he said of his life. And I was when she was like doing the Sean Spicer. That was the coolest moment ever. I had to turn her from Sean Spicer, which the crew did there. They did the ball caps and all of that into Melissa in two minutes and 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. full face. Mm -hmm. So when someone's like, you have 20 minutes, it's like, I've got you. I can do anything. (laughs) 20 minutes. But that was like a real moment. Wow. And I've done it three times now. I did SNL. Melissa, then I did it with Kerry Mulligan, and then I did it with Anya Taylor-Joy. It's a great time. Those are my boxes. The boxes, you yeah. know. I am so glad that I got to do the show twice with assisting Sally Hirschberger. I wasn't fully responsible, mm. but I had to make sure that everything was done for her. But I got to watch it. It's wild. See what it's like. Wild. Understand it. And then I wasn't so scared when I went there. Really, really fun. Just to be in the hallway with all the pictures mm-hmm. and then see the stage where they do the monologue. Yeah, but those are like the moments that I love and oh. live for. And like, that's what still gets me like doing the Oscars mm-hmm. and you seeing your client win or be nominated. And it's like, this is fucking cool. It's fun. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it shouldn't be so serious because it's like, it's awesome. It's like glamour yeah. at its best. I know. And rather than pulling others down it should be this exciting time where you're lifting everybody up and seeing what somebody comes up with you know mm-hmm. it's fun 100%. have you done snl have you ever no i've done promos but not for the show who'd you do promos with january jones <gasps> mm. you did january a lot yeah what are the three most used apps on your phone oh you know i'm obsessed with the aura app Really? Yes. Oh, I is love that the it. ring? Yes. Oh. I remember when you got the ring. It's working out for you? I love it. Oh. I love it. It's a really good one. I'm obsessed with like my sleep mm. and how much I'm getting and it kind of determines how I'm going to feel for the day. I'm like, I didn't sleep well. Everybody get away from me. <laughs> Apparently I slept very well. And, so and look, I've got me? the receipts. Like, look at my app. But it makes I me only think slept for four it really hours. does make me think, okay, I didn't clearly didn't sleep very well last night because I was watching Love is Blind until midnight because I'm addicted <laughs> to the show and I'd like to be invited there. Um, it's so good, you guys. Yeah, anyway, I got to get into it's it. It's just trash, but it's amazing. <laughs> It's the best TV ever. 
I haven't done Love is Blind. Watch it with me, so it's my solo TV and I love it. So I watched that till midnight. So I knew that I was going to wake up and the Aura app was like, no, bad that night. wasn't a good night for bad me. Yeah. I also had three glasses of wine. Extra bad night. Yeah. So it makes me aware of, okay, so tonight I have to go to bed earlier and uh, not have a drink yeah. and <laughs> not watch Love is Blind. Well, I've finished now, so. Mm. It almost keeps you kind of responsible. It does. Yeah. It just makes you aware of, okay, I haven't moved that much today. I didn't work out and it's affected how I've slept. It's affected how my mood. Yeah. And then if I've worked out, I sleep better, everything, all of the things are better. Right. So it's, it judges me on a daily basis <laughs> and I love it. And uh, it also like tracks your heart rate and mm-hmm. all sorts of things like that too. So I love my Aura app. I love Pinterest. It's moving away from bathrooms and homewares to makeup again. Um, <laughs> As the house of, gets like the more and more done. done. Yeah. So now it's, got, it's back to makeup. I love the New York Times cooking app. I use oh, that a lot. Yeah. I don't have that. You I love don't? It. No, you have that? Yes. It's really good. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't, I mean, on the weekends I'll spend time cooking, but during the week it's like, I need something great yeah. in 30 minutes. Yeah. I think I do that more than like, Bon Appetit now. Oh, I'm a Bon Appetiter. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just the like quick ones, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you can, yeah, it's great. Oh, I'm going to get it today. It's a good app. And for kids, I love, we have this app called Moshi's. Nope. It's really cute if you want bedtime stories. Remember when bedtime we stories in, read to you? Remember when we were in Toronto? Yes. And I was like, I'm going home. After that whole like evacuation, I was like, fuck this place, I'm leaving. Oh, um, the d- I just listened to the moshies to go back to sleep. Is that? Oh, wow. And I still don't go on a high level at a hotel. Oh, that b- night. Uh, Georgie and I were in Toronto, and we had one of those like in the middle night. of the night the fire alarms went off and it was like, was so do we evacuate? Like they weren't telling us and we were in a very high floor. They weren't telling us like, you're okay. It's just a drill. Right. And they also weren't saying like evacuate, like get right. out right now. So that we were texting so back and forth. Like, what do we do? Should we go? Like we shouldn't get in the elevator. Yeah. Like, what do we do? I waited it out. You went down though, right? It. You ended up, did you go down? No, you no, came I to my room. I was about to walk you, up those stairs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I would have gotten out. She came to my room and we waited it out together. Okay, next. <laughs> Your three favorite movies, because I know you are a movie oh, buff. Tom Cruise, anything? Yeah. Oh. Rain Man is probably my number one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, okay. You want to know a little something about that movie? Yes, please. I worked with Mickey Rourke when I first moved out here. And he told me the story that he was asked to be in Rain Man as the Tom Cruise character. Really? It's one of my favorite movies. I love the soundtrack the too. The soundtrack. I love the soundtrack. So good. It's so one of my good. pump up songs actually from that. Yeah. <gasps> See, this is going to, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm obsessed with Tom Cruise, but are you? If you a little, yeah, There's a, a Tom Cruise bit. situation in your <laughs> life? Okay. Good Man is yeah. up there in my oh. top, top 10. Okay. I mean, like sleeping with the enemy, <gasps> dying young. Oh. Dying uh, young. She loves, a, she loves a sad movie. <laughs> Georgie, I like to be distraught. If it Dying if it makes you cry, it's in her top. Like distraught. Sitting next Dying to her, young. sitting next to her on Have a plane. Have you ever seen Dying Young? Of yes, course. I've seen that. The Lost Boys, Snellmas oh, Fire. These are good soundtrack oh. movies. The Breakfast Club. Mm. That's up there in like with all the eighties, nineties movies. The Lost Boys, Kiefer Sutherland. Can I tell you that Jamie Gertz's hair in that Stand movie? Stand by Me is yes. probably my number one too. Oh, love Stand by Me. I didn't know that. Me too. That... Kiefer Sutherland's in that too, you guys. Yes. God, there's so Air Force One. 
get off <laughs> my plane. Yeah. Uh, Con Air. I love all of those movies. Yes. That, like Top 80, Gun, obviously. 80s yeah. action um, Top movies. Top Gun Maverick, epic. I mean, um, that... I was blown away by how good that movie was. Like the newest one. Yes. Yeah, we just watched one the, it. One of the saddest movies of all time, other than Marley and Me. Never let me go. Oh, crushed, in that? crushed in that film. Mm-hmm. What I mean, Pretty Woman. Everybody loves that movie. I love that movie. There's so many good ones from back then. Oh, I love, like, especially now that I live in LA, I love going back and watching like Pretty Woman and looking how the the city has changed mm-hmm. because they did so many like location shoots on. Also, Pretty anything woman. with Demi Moore. I love Demi Moore. Love. <sighs> Me too. Striptease. Oh. I think it's. I think it's a genius movie. I love it. I could watch it a repeat, on repeat, and I do watch it on. To repeat. the oh, Eurythmic gosh. song, Ghost. That was Annie Lennox. Annie Lennox. Second concert I ever went to. Oh, so good. A uh, good segue into music because now we want to know, like, what are your pump up songs? Like, you're on your way to work. Danger Zone, Boom. obviously. <laughs> Boom. Danger Zone. That's an, that should be everybody's. Do you really it's, like it's, put it's that on? It's basically like Rocky Four. Eye of the Tiger. That's yes. the best Rocky of all. The was Rockies, that Rocky Four? Rocky Three. Rocky Four is the was best Eye of the of Tiger. It's in all of them. It's was that oh, the Russian right. woman? The no. Russian guy. Yeah. The Russian guy. Raku. That was. Oh, that's woman? that's my yeah. favorite one. Rocky Four. Man. Yes, the best. Um, I'll always watch that when it's on, no matter where it's on, like where we're at in the film mm-hmm. that goes, you, you press, you, you go onto that. Yeah. You just keep channel. it on. You just keep it on. Same with Top Gun, same with everything Tom Cruise. I love a lot of in excess music, like Mystify, New <gasps> Sensation. My favorite hair. And I'll be all hair inspiration is Michael Hutchins. I know. Did you ever watch the movie, uh, Dogs in Space? No. It's about like the Australian punk scene. You in have the strange 70s, choices 80s. in movies, though. Like, when we're on an airplane, his choices are very unusual. He also watches Interview with a Vampire every time. It's every, very if weird. It's, if Interview with a Vampire... I mean, look, the second strange. I get on the plane, I, mean, I, get I it, scroll but... through the entertainment and I favorite yeah. all mine so I don't have to keep going through the big list. Yeah. And Why do you favorite Interview with a Vampire? You because I know time. I'll <laughs> probably watch it. I'll skip over all See, the new I releases. I go for, like, the darkest, saddest... <laughs> You know, if she's tragic not shows, if she's movies. not crying on a plane, like she's disappointed that she picked the wrong movie. <laughs> I'm trying to change my tune. I'm trying to watch like happy things. Do you remember Trading Places? That movie, of course. Of course. I think it was in Trading Places. You know, do you want to funk? Remember that scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is in there, and I think she, oh, everyone's taking mm-hmm. their tops off in the, the Christmas party. <laughs> That's where I first fell in love with that song, Do You Want a Funk? I don't know who, ask Gregory who sings that one. He loves his 70s. I mean, music from The Karate Kid. How good's The Karate Kid, you guys? It's so good. Loved that. Wait, I mean, I'm obsessed with the movie because of Elizabeth Shue's hair. Like those curls and so her good. mini skirts I with know. the knee so socks. Cobra Kai? Oh my God. Cobra Kai's pretty great. I haven't gotten into it. Is it good? <laughs> I haven't really? seen it. Really? If you're Do a Karate you? Kid fan, like I knew that movie off by heart. I still know it off by heart. Um, but you know what? I don't remember the soundtrack. Is it good? Oh, I have to rewatch it. I I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I remember okay. the I remember the whole like cruel, when he's getting summer. Oh my god, Bananarama. What am I talking about? Oh. Him on the bike so to Cruel good. Summer. Him on the bike. I just read his bike. I had a it's really good. Ralph Macchio? Yeah. You read it or it's you quite, listened? I listened. I listen. I do a lot of audiobooks because I spend a lot of time in the car. I love an audiobook. Especially just your finished 80s. all of the eighties and nineties. Demi, Rob Lowe. Ralph Macchio. It's very, it's Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy. I remember you listening to that. I'm in the middle of listening to Matthew Perry's, Mariah's. 
When Mariah sings in her own audiobook. <laughs> Have you listened? It's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. Like from, I, during pandemic, remember when I was like sunbathing on my balcony yes. every day in yes. my apartment? Yeah. I was listening to Mariah Carey. The okay. Whole, every, like for hours. Yeah. Sunbathing and listening to Mariah Carey. Sunbathing and, so and, gay. and yeah. she's so about Christmas. Yeah. And this was during like the height of summer. The heat waves. She's the it's queen of Christmas. Christmas. Is she? Are you being sarcastic? Yeah. I what really can't think? tell. Oh my god. My Christmas tree is going would be up right now. <laughs> we put Aviva. it up on Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. Her family it's literally It's a tradition. Such a good idea. It's not a great idea. I'm not allowed you get to do stuffed it with yeah. food and then go put do like play oh, with the I've tree. Been with that. Yeah. It's I'm great. Gonna, I'm going to suggest that oh, we shut down very quickly, but Well, it also gives you something to do while things are cooking. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I put a lot of effort into my Christmas tree. It's a very big deal. Is there a color color scheme or I bought, I go to Rolling Greens every year and I get like really? five or six ridiculously stupidly. Bougie. Yes. She goes but to Rolling Greens. Yeah, but I get like four or yeah. five. Like full size um, trees from there? No, no, no. I get like decorations oh. from there every year. I feel like you should always add. And then you, I go to like Aldic and get new lights and the mm. kids pick out a couple of Cute. Um, decorations and we just add, add, add. We still have our childhood Christmas I'll put ornaments. it up on Instagram. Don't worry. <laughs> But now um, I have a puppy. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm going to have to put a gate around this tree because she's a psycho. Li- is she? Wait, literally. How old is she now? 14 weeks. Chili. Chili pepper, yeah. Weeks. She's very sweet. You can still count weeks. Oh, boy. That's really cute. Keep her yeah. away from the tree. Well, Moosey, my moose never, he just used to sit by the tree, my sweet old man. Hmm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. You've both given me fun ornaments. Like I have to put up a tree this year because oh, yeah. both of you yeah. have a bottle of champagne in a uh, literally. She found a, a tree ornament that's a bottle of champagne. That's so cute. My nephew gave me like a even a my favorite hairdresser ornament. Oh. The other day you got. I mean, Nina Dobrov gave me one of the funniest gifts I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. Really? And she was like, "Here, pick out your favorite ornament." And um, Fiona Styles was doing makeup and we were like looking at them thinking like wait what what's going on here and then we noticed it's from a company called Pornaments oh <laughs> racy it was so it's two reindeer enjoying themselves <laughs> speaking Pornaments. of Fiona Styles, do you guys have her coming on because she'll tell you everything you need to know about ingredients and anything we ho- we really hope so we have an ask we, out. yes we have an ask out yes. I just a wealth of knowledge yes. when people say why do you like this i'm like i don't know but fiona will be like because yes yeah. this, 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 this. it's amazing she's incredible well she's yes. developed makeup like she yes. so she's been in the lab she knows ingredients she knows like what to look for what to avoid she's also ha- a phenomenal makeup artist be- mm-hmm. amazing makeup artist yeah. and holidays are coming up yes a lot of my and shopping I love her website too. is done yeah. on shop read clark app, but i love her website mm-hmm. yes she, she curates things so well. She, like if, but it, and you know it's like for real, for real. Yeah, like oh, there's yeah. there's companies that curate, and you're like, but everything here is just expensive. Mm-hmm. Fiona doesn't play around. She doesn't. No. And I also going back to Goop because I love it. It's so well done yeah. and it's so Again, well curated. curated. There's no you filler. Know. There's no crap. No. There's no like let's just put this on there to make people happy or mm-hmm. no. we because we're gonna mention one product from a brand. We it. have to have the entire product lineup from that I brand. Love it. 
Fiona actually was one of the first websites here that, where she's I found everything. You know, she has everything because like, I get yeah. my Isles Formula shampoo and conditioner from her website. Do you? I'm I love the Isles Formula shampoo. Anything and conditioner. that she kind of talks about that she's really obsessed with, I get because I'm like, well, if you mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. I like it too. Mm-hmm. But and there's also really good gifts. Like I'm mm-hmm. I I'm buying myself the cashmere travel blanket. Oh. I, I bought it for myself two years ago with my Christmas present, and I'm like, okay, that I'm I'm ready for a new one. We like to think that. There's things we want to rinse, like get rid of it. We never want to see it again. And then there's things that are worth repeating. I think I would I would repeat the 90s. The makeup, you know, that kind yeah. of and gorgeous, smudgy. I don't, I barely have any foundation on. Mm-hmm. Just that like something, bit of coal liner, smart, like Kate Moss forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then I would, I would rinse day. Instagram because it's just too much work. Yeah. And then TikTok, but I do love it. I'm not really on it, but it's quite, it's just mind numbing. You send me more and TikToks I love it. than anyone I know. I know, I'm obsessed. TikToks are funny. And I'm glad like that, that we're, I'm TikTok glad we're repeating Cobra Kai over and over and over because oh I God. love I karate. Seen it. Oh my God, it's Gosh. the greatest. And love is blind, guys. I would just keep repeating that. <laughs> really? It's the most, either. it's just trash and it's amazing. And oh. it's the one place that I could, I can be judgmental. <laughs> My, no, my reality love to is, myself is the challenge it's, or oh, yeah. Big Brother. Big Brother. I love Big, Big, Big Brother. Brother. Do you love Big Brother? Then you probably like Love Is Blind. Can't get into it. No, None this of the this one episode. You, there's a guy. I had to work on Love Island. A I worked days. on Big Brother in Australia. <laughs> you did. Oh. I worked on Big Brother. Well, the first my first TV show was Australian Idol. Oh. And I thought I was the good luck charm because the two, the first two winners I did on the night, I was like, well, you won because of me. Of course. And I said that to Colin Firth when he won the Oscar. I said, you know, I only work with winners. Oh my God. <laughs> I think I was drunk. No, I wasn't drunk. I was working. Oh my God. I wouldn't dare drink and work. <laughs> but then I did Big Brother. I did biggest, The Biggest Loser <gasps> in, in Australia swan? that did it here. Oh, the swan. What's that? You guys need to watch Love is Blind, though, I'm telling you. Ashley Mary Kate made fun of the swan when they hosted SNL. Georgie, Um. to wrap up, what's the one question you wish we would have asked you that we didn't? It was a lot about work, which is Mm -hmm. not my life. I work to live. I don't live to work. And in the 15 years that I've lived here... It's very hard to swallow that this culture is very much about working and Mm. being busy. And it's when you say, oh, how are you? I'm busy. Great. Anything else? Like you're busy. Cool. What's that even mean? I don't know. know? Because now I say busy because it's a good sign that we're back to to work. Right. I'm busy with work. Yeah. Life's really good. You know, like there's lots of other things. Been hanging out with friends a lot. Had a Mm -hmm. good summer. Have terrible anxiety about my job tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, my work is not my life. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And, you know, hanging out with my little gremlins is definitely what this is all for. Mm. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. And I mean, my weirdo partner, who I'm sure but the thing is, is what, like, we're in heavy football season. You right both now. have Jesus. partners that are very supportive of a crazy, sporadic schedule. Yes being out of town at the last minute like i have to leave tomorrow for a week because i'm going on a tour like that kind of stuff happens like it's really important that are really great that you both have such 
Ryan's like, like super understanding down to and supportive partners. I'm so grateful for him because he's a super dad. Like those kids love him more mm-hmm. than anything, and it's it's wild to see. Like he's very very involved, and he's the best dad that I could possibly imagine for and the girls. A super dad and very supportive of what I do and, you know, manages when I'm away. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's a different conversation now though. Like it can't be like, if something's tomorrow, I can't do that. We like prepare for me going away next week and his mum comes out, <laughs> <laughs> um, but not all the time, but he could, he could do it. It's just, yeah. he's, he's busy right now. So yeah, he's busy too. Yeah. Talk about like our dream first guest. You you came and delivered like tenfold. It's unreal. Yes. Thank you for all of your tips, your tricks, your product recommendations, and your hysterical stories. Yeah. Well, I love you guys. Love this you is too. So fun. This is my first podcast. Is it? Yeah, I've never done a podcast. Oh, well, <laughs> I love come it. back. We're I love too. to listen to podcasts. So mm-hmm. it's super fun. Yay. We'll, Super fun. We'll get bottle number three and four for, know, for your for next that. visit. I'm happy for well, that. Thank guys. you, Georgie. And Cheers, we've, guys. Oh, we're halfway through the second. Not bad. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you, Georgie. I loved it. And happy holidays to everybody. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bravo. Happy Thanks for coming on to our parent. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that again.